Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sitting Together. My name is Kelsey Fox. And I'm Marcy Parker. We're convinced that sharing stories is a powerful thing, and that's what you'll hear on Sitting Together. Stories of ups and downs and mostly of God's faithfulness. We hope to encourage you, the women of Alliance, through other women of Alliance. So pull up a seat and join us as we sit together. Welcome back, everyone. I say that and there's no one in here except three people, but that's okay. All you people listening. And we are here with Libby Dowell. Libby, thanks for being here. Yes. Thanks Um, for having me. So before we go too deep, this is pretty easy, low pressure question. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, when I was a little kid, I loved going to the bank with my mom, especially through the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I always thought I'd grow up and be a teller in the drive-thru. And that's really what I wanted to do for a long time. But as I got older, probably in high school and college, I really wanted to be a stockbroker. Oh. And um, I either wanted to live in New York or in Chicago. Wow. And I had an aunt who worked for the Federal Reserve and was single and lived in um, big cities. And I just thought that sounded like a great thing to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's fun. That's what I wanted to do. Wow. I never knew that. I, I did. Okay. I do have a question. Do you do stocks? What do you mean? Well, you said you want to be a stockbroker. Do you... Do you uh, how do you call it? Do, do you, you own stocks? Own yeah. stocks. Yeah, yeah, we don't even know how to talk I, I about it. I wanted to say play stocks, but I knew that <laughs> no, wasn't right. No, We're not talking stocks. about Vegas trade, here, Marcy. Trade no, stocks. No, uh, I don't know. Because I was going to ask if you had any stock tips you could give all of us. Yeah, no, really. I don't. I know so little. And, and when I mean I little, did, I mean nothing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if I did, I'm not licensed to give any advice. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only someone who knows what they're talking about says oh. that by the record. No, for the record. Okay. So do you own stock? A little bit. A little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really interesting. Yeah. We need to, I need to get into, I need to understand that better. Oh, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about Bitcoins while we're, while we're talking no, about but I, I wish we, I wish everyone had gotten in on the ground yeah. floor. Right. That oh, really? Amazing. Yeah. That's okay. My son talked about it, but I don't know if he did. Probably not. He would probably tell us if he did. <laughs> He's probably sitting on like a million dollars. So you wanted to deal with money, kind of what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm either through stock or through being a teller, bank teller. Mm -hmm. So what did you end up being? Interestingly enough, when I was at ASU, Mm -hmm. I started working for First Union as a teller. They had a mall office, and it was a great place to work. It was a great part-time job for a college student, and so I was a teller there. Fun. And then I continued to work for the bank for the next 10 years, and I did teller work, customer service work, loan work, mortgages. And when I got trained in all those areas, I ended up floating in three counties. Oh, wow. And I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stressful work, though. Oh, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so what do you do now? So now I'm the financial manager here at Alliance Bible Fellowship. How long have you been... Dealing with the money here. Uh, it'll <laughs> be 20 with- <laughs> years in October. Wow, that's wow. amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. It's neat to see how God puts things on our hearts as little children. Yeah. And even if it's just a little seed, how it grows into something that he can use. Mm-hmm. So, yep. mm-hmm. that's exciting. So here's the real question about your work in banks. 
Where do they get the suckers? Where? <laughs> yeah. Like where? <laughs> the bank where fairies come this? in at night okay. and they put them in the teller windows <laughs> wow, so they that's can amazing. get them out. I knew it was magical. We I have a we have a joke know, so good. in our family. One of my children didn't like green vegetables. Didn't like any to eat anything green, but we banked at First Union, and we would always say, "You won't eat anything green except for the suckers at First Union." Yeah, I remember those because they were yeah. all they were always green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Libby. How long? You, I mean, I won't ask you how old you are, but how long have you been in Boone? Mm-hmm. Um, you said you went to Appalachian, mm-hmm. so kind of give us a little history on on Libby Dow. Okay. Or Libby Martin before Dow. Oh, right. is that your maiden name? It was. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I came to Boone um, in 1986. Okay. I came as a junior to go to ASU. Oh. Okay. I went to Montreat College, which was called Montreat Anderson College. Before that, for two years, it was a junior college. Okay. And. Um, so that's what brought me to Boone. So I've been here about 34 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Met the love of your life. I did. I um, went to ASU, and um, interestingly enough, Tim and I actually met at Montreat. Oh. Um, on a mission uh, at Fort Lauderdale Beach that InterVarsity did. Oh, wow. And um, so there were two guys from ASU, and then there was a bunch of us from Montreat. And so um, that's how we met. And then when I got up here, um, we realized the connection and okay. and whatnot. So, oh. yeah, but um, I met Tim. He lived in a house which... Um, a lot of guys from the early days at Alliance lived in that were college kids. It was called the Servants' Quarters. Okay. And it was a house that um, sits behind the old Hardee's or the Boone, Booney's Pizza now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be a frat house now. Um, but anyway, it was a house full of Christian guys, and they called themselves the Servants' Quarters. And so um, I met Tim there. Um because I had a, a good friend from Montreat mm-hmm. who lived there as well. Hmm. Okay. And so that's that's one of the many ways that our paths mm-hmm. cross. We yeah. crossed in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And Montreat is, sorry, Marcy. No, go ahead. Montreat is in Brevard. Is that? No, it's yeah. in Montreat, which is... Um, <laughs> Which is just above Black Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. I meant Black mm-hmm. Mountain. Yeah. yeah. And that mm-hmm. is where there's a very good coffee shop, the Dripolator. Is that correct? The Dripolator is okay. there. I, it I is. knew it in and my mind. also That's Dynamite I... Coffee. It's okay. really good. Yeah. I'm in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'm, I think I'm orienting myself. Okay. Clearly. Not in Brevard. Okay. Not in Brevard. No, but Black it's still, Mountain. I mean... Like that area is still mountainous, and mm-hmm. so you Very. went from mm-hmm. mountains to mountains. mountains to mountains. But you grew up in Raleigh, Raleigh right? I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, you've been at ABF then. How long? Did I already ask I, that? You may have, but um, when I came to Boone in August of '86, my first Sunday here, some of my Montreat friends who'd been here 
the year before me said, oh, you've got to go to Alliance. It's a great okay. church. And so I went my very first Sunday. So 34 years then. Mm-hmm. And I never left. Wow. That's amazing. And the reason why I loved Alliance so much is because it was a small Bible teaching church. <laughs> yeah. One of those things is still true. Yes. It is yes. still a Bible <laughs> teaching is. church, yes. not small. So, um, you married Tim, mm-hmm. the love of your life, and then you've had three children, Owen, Sally, and Carrie. Mm-hmm. And since you haven't left Alliance, you've been here 34 years. That means they all grew up here because mm-hmm. you are almost an empty nester. Mm-hmm. And so what, what has it been like raising a family here at Alliance? What has impacted you the most? What has impacted the kids the most? Okay. I actually asked my children this today over text. I said, what do you remember about growing up in the church? Mm -hmm. And um, two of them said, we always give Pastor Scott a hug every time we see Mm -hmm. him. And that made me think about how engaged our pastoral staff is Mm -hmm. with the younger generation. Like when I was little... I knew who my minister was, and I knew he was an important man, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't a personal man to me. Okay. And so um, I've had, my kids have asked, um, especially Doug and Scott, uh, and Scott Burns was primarily Mm -hmm. the youth pastor Mm -hmm. when they were growing up. They felt very free to ask them spiritual questions and Mm -hmm. to clarify things. And so I really appreciate the fact that they've been very available Mm -hmm. um, and very engaged. Working here, there are children in the hallways a lot, Mm -hmm. and every one of the pastors acknowledges them and um, affirms them. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is a lot of, it's very important for the kids to feel like they are just as much a part of this church as a person who's been here for 50 years. Mm -hmm. So I uh, also feel like my kids, you know, from the beginning of their lives, they've been at church. And so they've they were in the nursery, mm-hmm. which was called the nursery then. Not <laughs> yeah. um, they they graduated into the um, discipleship classes, mm-hmm. Sunday school classes. And one thing I remember when they were little, little, like before they went to Sunday school is because um, I helped out quite a bit then mm-hmm. they um, it wasn't just child care. It was that you always had a little phrase that was mm-hmm. taught and said throughout the time that they were in mm-hmm. the nursery. Right. Something like God's book is the truth. The Bible mm-hmm. is the truth. Jesus died for our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were constantly mm-hmm. walking away with nuggets of truth that they could, could mm-hmm. handle mm-hmm. at that age. They all went to the youth group, and as they got older, two of my kids said that the uh, Bible studies that they went through youth group were very meaningful to Mm -hmm. them. And interestingly enough, you know, in those kind of settings, you tend to form friendships with people that are older than you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say for all three of my kids, they're there's always been someone in their life that poured into them, mm-hmm. not necessarily the same person all the time. Yeah. Um, 
And a lot of times that just happened naturally mm -hmm. because, you know, friendships form. Mm -hmm. But I even found that if I could ask someone, hey, you know, would you want to just kind of ask so-and-so, you know, this child or that child, how they're doing or what they think about this. And, um, you know, I, I, people are very willing to invest in the lives mm -hmm. of our kids mm -hmm. here. Um, so I, I've been very thankful that they've had a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. They've had lives that um, exhibit Christ mm -hmm. uh, to them. And, you know, interestingly enough, you know, since we are here a lot, you know, they, they see this not in any way to be negative, but they see that people are people too. Right. right. And there's a lot of learning that mm -hmm. you can, you know, learn from that and just say, you know, they're people too and, and they're saved by grace yeah. and they're, mm -hmm. you know, forgiven yeah. just like you and me mm -hmm. are. So and they're not perfect. Yeah. And, and it's a good thing for, mm -hmm. yeah. for kids to see that. So right. anyway, the, the whole growing up here has just been an encouragement um, and, and it really is a w walking alongside yeah. mm -hmm. the, the parents. Yeah. So it's been that way for a long time. Well, I don't know about your kids, but I could probably assume that this is true. Um, Amber recently told me, which is my youngest, mm -hmm. that when she went away to college, she didn't realize how great a foundation she had been, mm -hmm. um, had been laid in mm -hmm. her life from just sitting in church, hearing, or then participating as she got older. Mm -hmm. And how much truth she knew because yes. she went to college, to a Christian college, and kids didn't know. Right. They really didn't. Mm -hmm. And she was just amazed how she could explain it because she had heard it over the years and it had mm -hmm. been poured into her. So another thing that uh, one of my children mentioned to me is that she loves serving in the children's ministry mm -hmm. now that she's older. And I was thinking about it that. We have always pulled the youth in mm -hmm. to serve. Mm -hmm. right. It's not just about feeding them um, the word, telling them funny stories, creating fun events. We teach them what it's like to live in the church and to be a part of a church yeah. and to mm -hmm. volunteer and um, be a part of church life. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, all three of my kids have, have volunteered in some way throughout mm -hmm. the years yeah. that they were here. Yeah. I would so. have to say that that probably was modeled by you and Tim. Because <laughs> you know. and Tim used to clean the church. You'd done, you've been a part mm -hmm. of a lot of different ministries here at Alliance. And you served well. And so I'm sure they picked up on that example. Mm -hmm. And um, I would challenge anyone listening that if your kids... If you have children, mm -hmm. to be actively serving, even though you think this may be a hard time mm -hmm. yeah. or your hands are full, it is still the best time for you to be showing and modeling mm -hmm. your kids what it means to love the church. Yes. So, yeah. and I, I've just seen that over the years, you and Tim doing that. So mm -hmm. thank you for doing that. It is, yeah. it, it's fun. Yeah. You know, th there are not a lot of, I mean, there are opportunities to serve here yeah. that require a lot of skill, mm -hmm. uh, like like producing the services and things like that, but it doesn't take 
any skill to smile at someone and say good morning yeah. to them mm-hmm. or to brew. Well, sometimes it takes skill <laughs> to brew yeah. a cup of coffee. I, can't do it. <laughs> I, I would agree it takes some skill. So, I can't do it. They won't let me work but, in common ground. <laughs> Well, okay, Marcy. It's you not have for everyone. a lot of skills, Marcy. That's right. Brewing coffee is not one. I not one of okay. them. Well, I don't drink yeah. it, so I think it kind of makes it hard. Down. I have tea <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah, I can get you some tea. Yeah. Hot water so, and a tea bag. That's, right. yep, that's yeah. pretty pretty there basic. <laughs> so anyway, there are so many opportunities mm-hmm. to serve. And, oh yeah, and you know your kids can help you. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you can't have a you know seven year old standing with sure. you to greet Absolutely. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Or ushering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or serving with you in the nursery. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know if they allow the seven-year-olds to do that, but... Um, yeah, we'll right. have to fact check that. I know. That was probably <laughs> outspoken, so... Or spoken yeah. in the wrong way, so... Yeah. I mean, it's neat to hear you talk about... I mean, and I see this mm-hmm. for sure throughout our church in many ways. There are so many kids involved, and not just mm-hmm. things that are for them, which is great, and that's mm-hmm. necessary, obviously. Like those little nuggets of... You know, Jesus died for my sins. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, to hear that over and over and over mm-hmm. like that, you're going to remember that. Right. And I mean, right. kids soak up so much anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that it's it's not only coming for the things that they're receiving, but also giving back and just mm-hmm. teaching that that is a part, like you're saying, how to be a part of the church. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't work if we're all not a part of it. Right. And yeah. it makes me think of, you know, if you're the hand and I'm the eye or, I mean, whatever, like, right. right we all have the different parts to play, even kids. Absolutely. So they're all gifted. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it just builds that muscle and that mm-hmm. discipline in some ways. But I mean, for, you know, I don't know. I just like that, that visual and just mm-hmm. a reminder that it takes everyone. It does. Yes, and kids have a lot does. to offer as well. They do. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. That's really yes. encouraging. Mm-hmm. Well, one, one way you have been involved in Alliance is through missions. Yes. And I know that this is a passion of yours. Yes. And I think as long as I've known you, you've been a part of the missions committee mm-hmm. here at Alliance. Most likely, yes. 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 Uh, so I've known you 16, 15, 16 years now. Yes. So um, tell us why why missions. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your passion for it. Okay. Um Interestingly enough, as a young adult, I was not passionate about missions at all. Um, And I I don't know why that is. I think it's because I never learned about it Mm -hmm. as a young person. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was older that I even um, understood that people went to other places to tell people about Mm -hmm. God's love. Mm -hmm. So in light of that, um, I started working here at the church as, um, as the bookkeeper at that point. And I kept up with all the financials for the missions committee. And as you know, Kim Lee was Mm -hmm. here at that time. And, um, what a, what a wonderful example she was of, Mm -hmm. of going to the ends of the earth and telling people about God's love. So anyway, she was on the missions committee and she would always have to get the financials from me to take to the missions Mm -hmm. committee. And she just started saying, Libby, you know what? You just need to join the missions committee because you have a handle on all this and I don't know how to explain it. And I just think you need to come to the missions (laughs) committee. And I did. And I 
you know, for lack of a better term, I really got sucked into it. Like I really started <laughs> understanding, understanding missions, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, um, when I came to Alliance back in the eighties, that was, we, uh, in the, the early church, we brought in missionaries quite often and would have mm-hmm. Sunday night dinners mm-hmm. and listen to what they were doing and, um, take up offerings and have missions festivals. Mm-hmm. And so I learned there, you know, that there, you know, there was this whole other world, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, um, so after being on the missions committee and seeing the ins and outs, God just worked on my heart. Mm-hmm. And being on the missions committee, I've always had young children and I've, you know, I've worked part time and I've had the children and I've had the house, you know, a family to take care of. And I just never felt like I was able to go, but it thrilled me to think that I had a small part in some of these yep. missionary mm-hmm. lives by sending money mm-hmm. to them. And I did, a, did some correspondence with them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I learned a lot and, um, Tim and I have talked that, you know, maybe one day after we retire, maybe we will find a niche somewhere Mm -hmm. um, to go and serve. And um, and I I really do think that when the right opportunity comes up for me in the future, now that we're almost Mm -hmm. empty nesters, Mm -hmm. I'll definitely, you know, try to go out and experience short-term missions. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I don't know what that's going to look like in the future, but I do know that I'm very open to it now. And so it's exciting that I know I've come full circle because I really, that was not any part of my plan, you know, the first half of my life. So, okay. So if there was one country or one area of the world that you could go to, where would it be? Sorry, that wasn't on our sheet. Well, selfishly, it would be Europe. <laughs> Europe, okay. Yeah, I lived in Europe. I when guess I, I was should... younger, but um, so for uh, selfishly, mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, you know, I want to say it would be wherever God leads mm-hmm. me. I don't think I'm at that point yet. I don't think I can say mm-hmm. God. I'll go wherever. Um, I'm still. I'm still human and I still have, you know, oh, yeah. some things where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that. Yeah. So, okay. but I would also go to South America uh-huh. or okay. um, somewhere warm. <laughs> Africa. Not that warm. <laughs> no, said, no, no, no. Warm, not no, I would. Okay, I would. Sorry. I would. <laughs> you know, no, I, d- I just don't know that I want to go to the North Pole or right. Iceland. Sure. Or, Actually, Iceland is very nice. Is it? I have been. I have been there. That's great. So it <laughs> do is. Do they need missionaries? They do. They okay. need. And it's 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 beautiful. Okay. You would like it. Okay. So no, I, I you know, whatever, whatever Wherever. God has in store, He will prepare my heart. Mm-hmm. That's right. For what He wants mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For you to ask me that right now, it's a little bit intimidating. Sure. So, yeah. and but. That wasn't on your list of questions oh, either. I so I know, and that's fine. I threw you I'm for being loop. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. the Lord hears that. He knows that. Yes, I'll be praying. <laughs> send them someplace warm. <laughs> Y'all are gonna send me off. <laughs> short term. Short term. Short term. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've I've heard that 
I don't know if y'all know Daisy Maxey, but yes. she works for International Commission, mm-hmm. and they have a beautiful model for mm-hmm. how they do missions. And I get so excited every time I hear it. They they use the Project Andrew model where um, the local church, or whatever country they send mm-hmm. them to, send the missionaries to, uh, the people in the church select people in their community that they know need to hear the gospel Mm -hmm. and they pray for six months before those missionaries ever arrive for those individuals to prepare their hearts for the gospel Mm -hmm. and then daisy teaches those in the states before we go um how to share your testimony um how to share the gospel Mm -hmm. and um they see it, it's a very um, effective way to bring people to Christ because people's hearts are being prepared mm-hmm. in advance through the prayer. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do hope to one day go with her somewhere mm-hmm. to one of the places yeah. where yes. she serves. I think that's a a really good model. And, and it's not one of those trips where you go and, and I'm, there's absolutely nothing wrong with these kind of trips where you go and you have to build a building or lay carpet or put a Mm -hmm. roof on something or do VBS. It really is just sharing your life story. Mm -hmm. And um, if God can use that, then that's neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that, like your journey, like Mm -hmm. that's from kind of not really knowing to Mm -hmm. little interest, maybe from not knowing to kind of being sucked in. Um, (laughs) to, you know, I'm sure you've heard so many stories over the years and so many reports of like, this is what's going, like, this is how things are going and how hard it is Mm -hmm. also at the same time. And so I love that you still have been a part of missions, even though you have not gone. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's a real encouragement to everyone, right? That we all are called to be a part of that. And we all play a different role in that. And even at different seasons, Mm -hmm. in different seasons of life, it looks different. Mm -hmm. When you had kids, that wasn't for you at that time. Mm -hmm. It's for some people during that time. It wasn't for you guys at that time. Right. Um, Maybe in the future, it will be. And so Mm -hmm. I I think that's a real encouragement that just because the way that we think that we have to do a certain thing or have to be, we have to go overseas for 10 years to be involved in missions. That's not true. Is that if God calls you to that, great. But he might call you to, to send mm-hmm. for 10 years and to pray diligently. Mm-hmm. So I just really appreciate your example because I feel like we don't hear that as much, you right. know, mm-hmm. um, that people have fit, have served so faithfully in, in missions, but in a different way than what we typically hear. So mm-hmm. I love that. I hope people are encouraged by that and it will encourage them to be a part of missions as well. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. So if you could go back, next question, if you could go back and talk to your 30-year-old self, what would you say to her about faith and walking with Jesus? This was easy. Okay. I would say quit worrying so much about everything. No, that is a word. That is a word. I really, really and truly, I would say loosen up. And don't be so uptight about having everything perfect. Mm. I think I struggled a lot in my young adulthood, um, early mom stage with everything having to be perfect. Everything, Mm. my children needed to be perfect. My house needed to be perfect. Um, You know, uh, and um, 
I compared myself to other people, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women struggle with these yeah. things. Yes, they I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying just because it's something we all struggle with that it is right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that especially if you're young and you're in that place where you feel like um, your life is harder than someone's else. And and you know what? It, 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 there are people that have times that are harder mm-hmm. than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you feel like, oh, woe is me, this, this isn't what it needs to be and that isn't what it needs to be. And um, it, I think... Well, I know that in the book of Philippians, uh, we many of us know this. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in mm-hmm. every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. present your request to God. And then God will give you the peace. And further, it goes on to say, you know, and dwell on the things that are lovely yeah. and that mm-hmm. are good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that are excellent and praiseworthy. And several years ago, I had a life situation happen, and um, I think it changed my whole mindset so that I really do, I mean, I still have bad days where I'm like, oh, what was me? (laughs) But if you can look out over the mountains that we live in and just marvel at the creativity of God. Mm -hmm. And if you can look at the um, sunrise and sunset and marvel at that, if you can sit in the grass and watch ants and bugs fend for themselves and, um, you know, we live in an amazing world. We live in a world where God gives us every breath, every heartbeat, and um, and our lives don't have to be perfect to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually bought a plaque that says that not too long ago, <laughs> and I have it on my shelf at home because when I was younger, I wanted things to be perfect mm-hmm. in order for them to be good. And, and that's just not realistic. Yeah. And I hear a lot of younger moms say things like, you know, well this, you know, my house isn't big enough or that, you know, or my husband's not home a lot because he has to work and, but, but there are good things. Mm -hmm. And if you're focused on your good things, then your perspective is a whole lot different. You don't have enough room to occupy your brain with the things that aren't perfect if you're focused Mm -hmm. on the things that are good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's a, that's a really good reminder. Yes, it I is. Think. And I think, yeah. you know, that doesn't, like, there are things in life that we don't have that we mourn, right? We mourn that, or lament that we don't have certain things or that we've lost certain things. But, I, you know, we are able to, to have that and still focus mm-hmm. on the good at the same time. Right. Is, I think, what you're saying, that, you know, it doesn't have to take up all our brain space that... You know, I think there's a difference mm-hmm. between wanting something, mourning something that you want or that you've lost that you wish you could have back or something like that. 
um, and pining over something. To me, that's that's different. Like that's your only focus that where you're pining over a bigger house or a different car or a situation mm-hmm. to be different. To me, that's very different than confessing like this is really hard because this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to trust that there are good things at the same time. So I think that's a really great reminder. Yes, it is. Yeah, and don't let those thoughts, we all have them still. You know, oh, yeah. we still have thoughts where we think, oh, well, I can't. But don't let them um, uh, make, uh, don't let those dictate decisions that you may make mm-hmm. like, oh, my house is messy, so I'm not going to have you over to sit over coffee sure. yeah. or, um, you know, oh, well, I've, I've, I've got to get home for the kids to watch their favorite show that, so we're not, I, that's a silly example, but you know what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. You, w- life is more about connecting with others mm-hmm. and experiencing God's grace and his blessings and his, um, goodness than it is about, uh, you know, right. The extenuating circumstances. Mm -hmm. So, so what's one thing you're thankful for today? One thing I'm thankful for today. Mm We, um, my husband and I, uh, just had our bathroom remodeled (laughs) (laughs) and today the contractor is coming in to put the very last finishing touches. Oh, nice. So if I'm honest, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's also a, an evening where Tim gets off early. Oh, good. So some nights he works late, and some nights he gets off at six. Mm-hmm. And so tonight's a six o'clock night. Nice. Good. So you can yeah. stand and marvel at your renovated. Bathroom. I know. We'll just. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> There's no shame in that. I know. So no. what are you thankful for, Kelsey? Um, let's see. I am really thankful just to live here. Mm-hmm. I feel like beautiful area. Yeah, uh, I've, I, always I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. But I think some days it just hits mm-hmm. differently. Yeah, um, especially you know, when the sun's out. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Like the way the sun looks over, you know, the trees. And I love, I love the winter sky, and I love the the way that the trees look in the mm-hmm. winter, which is silly because they're barren. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just love that, and I always have. It just mm-hmm. is really meaningful to me. So okay. I'm thankful to live here. And what are you thankful for, Marcy? You know, I'm thankful for all the women in my life. I'm thankful for my <laughs> husband, too. Don't get me wrong. But the women that are close, yeah. you know, you, both of you and others that I, great connection, you mm-hmm. know, great fellowship, great friendship. Um, I could call on either one of you at any time to pray and you would. I know you would. So, yeah, just I appreciate the I don't know. friendships. Everything would and... have to be perfect in order for me to stop and pray. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> okay, Libby won't be praying for me. <laughs> Only on the perfect days. Uh-huh. Only on the perfect days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I am thankful for all the women in my life that yeah. pour into me and mm-hmm. pour into my children, and yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like community is a big theme that we've yes we've had today, mm-hmm. like the community of this church and just amongst believers. Mm-hmm. So. Community is very important, mm-hmm. especially during this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So find it mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. 
Offer to pray for mercy. Offer that to pray for me, yeah. Go ahead and shoot me an email. I'll tell you <laughs> what you can pray for. So... Your phone's going to be dinging. I know, seriously. Please flood her You're know email. Each person's listening to the podcast. You no, know, I didn't give my phone number, so oh, true. Okay, let me pull it up. No, just no wait a minute. <laughs> just... Okay, I better wrap this up. That's right. Before um, I throw you under the bus. Last question for you, Libby, is if you were you and a friend, so you and I, mm-hmm. were sitting at a table like we are right now, what would we be eating and drinking? <laughs> Or what would you well, be eating and drinking? Because okay. I would not be drinking the same thing you are. Right. So I would have a good latte mm. um, or coffee flavored with um, caramel vanilla creamer. Mm. Oh, my. Um, and oh my. a chocolate chip scone oh, yes. that would either be homemade or come from the awesome stick boy mm. yeah yes. shout out to our favorite stick boy yes yeah well good deal. that sounds fantastic would that be yeah. like an like a is that like an afternoon thing for you could you do that in the morning oh i can do it anytime mm, of me day. too yeah I, <laughs> I do love a scone in the morning yes i do mm-hmm. but i do really enjoy one in the mm-hmm. afternoon as well yeah or both or both <laughs> yeah that's great well, that's good so in 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 September, October, and November, that scone would be a pumpkin oh. chocolate chip scone. Pumpkin yes. chocolate chip. Mm. That thing from Stick Boy. The or homemade. Or homemade. Oh, do you make them? <laughs> yes. Oh, I that's great. Libby needs to bring some in for us. I think I think that's a great okay. idea. Okay. I mean, we've passed the fall season, clearly. I personally could eat pumpkin at any time of the year. Do, but you, use, do you use like a real pumpkin or do you use canned pumpkin? The puree. Yeah, the okay. puree. I have a can if you want to try it. Does it say Libby's on it? It does say Libby's yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she only uses that kind. Yeah. It's Libby's pumpkin. <laughs> that That's fair. So, yeah. Well, Libby, we're so great, grateful that you have joined us today and yeah. you've spoken it's to the ladies fun. today. Yeah, um, it's been really encouraging. Yes, it has been. Thank you for uh, the way you serve Alliance and the women here. Mm-hmm. So, appreciate you, you having me. Yeah.